I will say this, when we provide all the details, I believe our community will be shocked. A mother disappears from a small town in Florida. It's been 20 days. We're on our hands and knees for Julie to return home. The suspect, a co-worker she hardly knew. Investigators have found 18 aliases in 33 cities dating back to 1996. It became a murder investigation gripping a tight-knit Northeast Florida community, making headlines across the country. They tell us there's still no sign of the mother of three. Were there people close to her who went missing? Jolene Cummings didn't trust her. It's another bizarre twist in the case of the disappearance of Jolene Cummings. Every twist and turn more shocking than the last. That's why beginning tomorrow morning, we'll begin searching for evidence at the Waste Management Chester Island Road landfill. And this community hopes clues are found about Jolene Cummings' disappearance. This is Where's Jolene, covering the search for Jolene Cummings and the search for answers in one of Florida's most puzzling murder cases. A break in the case. For a couple of hours, investigators were in this parking lot after they got a call from someone saying they spotted her SUV. Jolene Cummings' tan Ford SUV was found abandoned in a Home Depot parking lot in Yulee. But how did it get there? The Home Depot, it's off a main road in Yulee and not too far from the salon where Jolene worked. Investigators released no information of the condition of the SUV on the inside. But the Home Depot, it's in a busy area, and surveillance video captured who left it there. In the days after Jolene's disappearance, there was no trace of the mother of three. At the time, her ex-boyfriend, Jason G., was in jail as a person of interest. He's since been cleared, and her co-worker, Jennifer Seibert, she'd up and left. The salon where Jolene worked, it was closed. Peering through the glass, the salon seemed to be in order, but investigators were coming and going day after day. It would be months before the pieces would come together. The salon was the last place Jolene was seen alive. Her family distraught, desperate to find her. Throughout this case, I've been in contact with Jolene's mother, Anne. She has agreed to speak at some point but she's not ready yet. You'll hear from her as she's been vocal in many news conferences. We know there's somebody out there that knows where she's at and uh, will do the right thing and give us a call so we can. In the days after Jolene's disappearance, police were asking for anyone who had their hair done at the Tangles Hair Salon to come forward. Close to a week after Jolene vanishes, volunteers began looking for Jolene by horseback. They searched a wooded area in Hilliard after a tip from Crime Stoppers but no clues were discovered. By now, more than a week has gone by since family and friends have seen Jolene Cummings. Then a break in the case. On May 22nd, the Nassau County Sheriff's Office announces a press conference to update the public on the case. This is that news conference in its entirety. Good afternoon, everyone. Thank you for coming. We are here to provide you with an update on the disappearance Jolene Cummings. Behind me, our NCSO Captain of Investigations, John Anstep, our lead investigator in this case, Detective Wayne Harrington, his partner, Detective Thomas Kelly, Jolene's mother, Ann Johnson, and our Nassau County Assistant State Attorney, Donna Thurston. On Monday, May 14th, we received a report of a missing person 
Jolene Rebecca Cummings, age 34, from her mother, Ann Johnson. Jolene was supposed to pick up her children in Hilliard from her ex-husband on Sunday afternoon, which was Mother's Day. It was also noted that she had gone away for the weekend before, but would always stay in contact with her family. Jolene worked at Tangles Hair Salon, located at 474315 East State Road 200, Fernandina Beach. She worked all day Saturday, May the 12th, and was supposed to get off work around 5 p.m. No one has seen or heard from her since. Naturally, investigators wanted to talk to and did to Jolene's ex-husband, Jason Cummings, who she was supposed to pick up her kids from on Sunday. NCSO deputies had responded to Jolene's residence a few days prior on May the 9th in reference to a domestic issue involving Jolene and her former boyfriend, Jason G. A neighbor advised she heard loud arguing and things being broken inside Jolene's house, so she called the sheriff's office. When deputies arrived, G was gone. Jolene told the responding deputy that G had showed up at her house and wanted to stay, but she asked him to leave. He had an active warrant out for his arrest for violation of probation, and he avoided deputies who were actively looking for him to see if he had any information on Jolene's whereabouts. G was found on Tuesday, May 15th, hiding in a house in Hilliard under some cardboard boxes and was arrested on the outstanding warrant. The last person who had supposedly seen Jolene was another hairstylist who also worked on Saturday, May the 12th. This hairstylist had only worked at Tangles around a month or so. The salon was closed on Sunday and Monday. The salon was supposed to open back up on Tuesday morning at 10 a.m., so NCSO investigators were there to talk to this person to see if she had any information as to the whereabouts of Jolene. She failed to show up for work, and the address that she gave the owner of the shop where she was supposed to be living was a bogus address. On Tuesday afternoon, we received information that a vehicle matching Jolene's 2006 beige Ford Expedition was seen parked in the parking lot close to the Home Depot in Yulee. We towed the vehicle to the sheriff's office to see if we could obtain any type of clues about Jolene. We immediately began going around to businesses in the area looking for any video surveillance camera footage that was available in hopes we could find out when the vehicle was parked there. We found some camera footage that showed Jolene's vehicle being parked around 1.17 a.m. Sunday morning. The video showed the driver sit there for a few minutes and then get out. We were hoping to see Jolene get out of that vehicle, but who do you think it was? The Tangles hairstylist, who was supposedly the last person to see Jolene. We began immediately to go around the businesses in the area, trying to see if we could get any additional information. In addition to following up on all leads and evidence we were receiving, we were trying to locate Seibert. This individual was known as Jennifer Seibert, J-E-N-N-I-F-E-R-S-Y-B-E-R-T. Through our investigative techniques, we finally located Seibert and her vehicle which is a 2016 Kia Soul, black in color. We found her at the northbound I-95 rest area in St. Johns County on Wednesday evening, May 16th, parked between two other semi-trucks. She had apparently been living in her car at various locations. Based upon the surveillance video of her driving, 
Jolene's car, we arrested her for grand theft auto, and she was booked into the St. Johns County Jail and ultimately brought back to Nassau County. Through our investigation, we have obtained evidence, which we are not releasing at this time, which leads us to believe Jolene is not alive. We have subsequently found out that Seibert's real name is Kimberly Kessler, K-E-S-S-L-E-R, date of birth May 9, 1968, and she is from Butler, Pennsylvania. She had also been using a fake Social Security number. She has since been charged by the FBI with a federal offense of possession of a counterfeit passport. Kessler is a suspect in the disappearance of Jolene Cummings. We are working to obtain all and gather all evidence we possibly can related to this incident and additional charges are forthcoming. We continue to follow up on all leads and gather additional information and evidence as to Kessler's location and dealings before and after May the 12th until the time of her arrest. We know she frequented Fernandina Beach, Yulee, the Bartram Park area of Jacksonville, as well as St. Johns County. We're working closely with our state attorney's office, the St. Johns County Sheriff's Office, the Florida Department of Law Enforcement, and the FBI. We will continue to search for Jolene, but she could be anywhere. We have searched for her utilizing all of our resources, including canines, horses, and boats. We are asking if anyone has seen or had any contact with Kessler, who is also known as Jennifer Seibert, or her vehicle, or has any information that would help us in our investigation, to please contact the NCSO at 904-548-4005 or contact First Coast Crime Stoppers at 1-866-845-TIPS or 8477. I'd now like to ask Jolene's mother, Ann Johnson, if she would step forward and say a few words about her daughter. Thank you, Sheriff Baker. Thank you to the press. Thank you for keeping her name out there, but I also ask that you give us some privacy. It's been a very difficult time. The majority of you have been very cordial and very helpful. Thank you. As we grow, as we draw close to day nine that I reported my daughter missing, Sunday was a special day, not only for Mother's Day, but it was her birthday. She was born on Mother's Day. God gave me this special blessing after my firstborn infant son, Richard, was buried. We are all heartbroken. Jolene's three children her stepdad, her sisters, her brother, several aunts, uncles, cousins, myself, and all the extended family and friends. I want to sincerely thank Sheriff Bill Lieber and Director Henderson and the rest of the staff of the CID unit and Donna Thurston and members of NCSO who have been working night and day to bring my daughter home who unfortunately still has not been located. My daughter was a loving mother to her children. Her children were her life. I need you, the news, the public, to help assist the law enforcement agencies 
to be their ears, to be their eyes. Someone out there, someone out there knows something. I beg you, I beg you as a mother to please keep coming forward with any information that you have, no matter how small. Help with any possible leads that can help locate my daughter for her, my three grandchildren who miss her so much. We want closure. Thank you. And there's going to be a vigil tonight at 7 o'clock for prayers. There's the one thing that I believe with all my heart is in prayer. And if you'll join us at the Journey Church in Yulee at 7 p.m. and help pray. Pray to bring our family closure. Thank you. Thanks, Ann. We are not going to take questions at this time. We just wanted to provide you and our community with an update on our investigation. We ask that you respect the privacy of Jolene's family. And we ask for your prayers for Jolene, her family, and that she is found soon. We will provide additional updates to you, to all of you, when Jolene is found and or additional charges are made in this case. So thank you for coming, and that concludes our conference. The Sheriff's Office arrests Jolene's co-worker, Kimberly Kessler, who had been living under the secret alias Jennifer Seibert. But what was this mysterious woman running from? When the Sheriff's Office announced the arrest, Kessler, she was charged with Grand Theft Auto. Investigators say they found surveillance video showing Kessler dumping Jolene's SUV. Police say Kessler was seen on surveillance parking Cummings' car at a Home Depot in Yulee. Investigators soon learned Kimberly Kessler had a Rolodex of secrets. Friday, it took Nassau County Sheriff Bill Leeper nearly five minutes just to read off all the names and cities associated with suspect Kimberly Kessler. Police eventually revealed Kessler used 25 different aliases in her past. Kessler's life on the run began about 15 years ago in 2004, and this is where the case took an even more bizarre turn. At 35 years old, Kimberly Kessler disappeared from Butler County, Pennsylvania. According to Pennsylvania State Police, Kessler told loved ones she was heading south and taking on an identity she found on the tombstone of a girl who died in 1987. That alias was Jennifer Seibert, the name she would eventually be arrested under. Kessler's family hadn't heard from her in years. New tonight, 11 at 11 is talking to the mother of Kimberly Kessler, a woman who was missing for more than a decade. And she is now a suspect in the disappearance of a woman named Jolene Cummings near Jacksonville, Florida. Kessler is from Butler County and had not been seen since 2004, but she resurfaced in May near Jacksonville, Florida, arrested after being spotted in Cummings' car. Action News Jax's sister station WPXI in Pittsburgh spoke to Connie Kessler, Kessler's mother. She says she hadn't spoke to her daughter since she left. During the interview, she held a photo of Kimberly Kessler outside of her Pennsylvania home. People can snap it. Of course, I'd say, no, I can't even fathom such a thing. Just kind of left hanging, wondering what, what's going to happen. 
I called Connie Kessler. The service you are attempting to use has been restricted or is unavailable. But that number that I have, it no longer works. Between 2004 and her arrest in 2018, Kessler lived in 35 different cities across the country, according to investigators. Now they're having to backtrack and find out what she was doing that whole time. Next on Where is Jolene? Investigators sit down with Kimberly Kessler. I think Jolene's dead, and I think you know where Jolene is. The evidence detectives say they discovered, and where Kessler says she has been since being reported missing in 2004. We also have recovered shoes that has Jolene's blood on your shoes. This is an Action News Jacks presentation. Where is Jolene is written by Bridget Matter and edited by Nick Bongo.